Welcome to the latest edition to hear that podcast. Brown, Paul Energy, Jay Morrison of The Athletic are excited to be with you uh, late into Sunday evening on a night where the Bengals lose a heartbreaker to the Giants <laughs> 25 to 22 for those that decided to continue to pay attention to the bitter, bitter end uh, at MetLife Stadium. Um, but there's a lot to get to. There was uh, uh, some interesting ins and outs to this one. We were tracking, of course, it was the night of Cordell Volson as we tracked his opportunity with the left guard battle. And uh, I think it had a, an important result. Um, there were a number of people that were just exhausted out there because you had a lot of guys playing this entire game, including Cordell Volson, Trey Hill, and Akeem Adeniji, which was Hill at center and Adeniji at left tackle, Volson at left guard, playing every snap offensively, 61 snaps. Clay Johnston, who had 20 tackles in a preseason game. I didn't really know that that was a thing that could happen. Uh, Was... um, still making plays at the end and he was about ready to pass out on the field a couple of times. Just oh there was a there's a lot to get to from this one, but it was uh I don't know, Jay, what did you think? Any any do you have a, a major takeaway? Well I, I would say Cordo Volson's won the job. The the fact that they didn't even want to look at Trey Hill at left guard and, and Trey Hill played the whole he was right guard and center. Did he get in at left guard at all? I don't well, believe he, he, he did. I think they were they were going to move him over and give him some guard run, and then Galliard, Galliard went down, and so they yeah. had they didn't have another center. I mean, the only had people were like, oh, I was talking about how they had to play every game, every snap. Well, I mean, they they didn't have anybody else. I mean, when Galliard yeah. went down, they already were down to only having a few linemen. Uh, they didn't really have a lot of extras. They had Devin Cochran to go to, uh, Desmond Noel, and that was really. It once Galliard went down, they didn't really have anywhere else to go, so they <laughs> they were really really thin on the offensive line. Yeah, and they and they were flipping Galliard and and Hill right guard mm-hmm. center even before Galliard went down. But still, I, I Volson played well enough. Um, you know, you, we don't know how long it's going to take for Jackson Carmen to to recover from COVID. But it, I mean, all signs point to him being your your day one starter. Um, other than that, uh. I think the best pot. Now they called that that final false start penalty on Volson. I mean, Volson and Adenogy and Jake Browning all kind of rocked back. I, I wonder if maybe that was on Trey Hill not snapping it on time. Um, so I'm not going to put that totally on Volson's shoulders. Even if that was his penalty, he still played well enough. And, and honestly, that may have been for the best that they didn't send McPherson out there to try some crazy 60 plus field goal. Who knows? I mean, you can tweak something. A hamstring can be pulled in a meaningless game. Um, I know they have faith in his mechanics and everything, but I just it just doesn't make sense to try a super long blast like that just for a tie in the preseason. Yeah, and I think you know you should got to take that last play of the game and definitely put keep that in the playbook. You know, and make pull that one back out again because that really went well, didn't it? The last play <laughs> when Trent just gets blown up on some sort of screen into another player. Yeah, that one didn't quite uh, didn't quite pan out. But 
let's talk about Volson here before we go into um, some of our other winners and maybe some losers from this game because this was uh, this was really the one. Mm. You know, you mentioned it really. You because know, I, w- I was closely watching him through every snap tonight. It was really my only thing I was focusing on offensively. He didn't really have any major error. Now, he wasn't dominant all the time, uh, but he didn't have any major error until they reached uh, that. There was like a second and third down, and on second down, the two guards both pulled into each other, Trey Hill mm-hmm. and Volson. Now, I, I don't know which way that who was supposed to be pulling and who was not supposed to be pulling, so can't say that for sure. And then on third down, he ends up kind of not really reading the blitz and the, the slot. It was, a, it was a slot blitz came in and he was late to get over and recognize it. And by that point, 31 was by him and, uh, and got a sack. And, and that, that was really his major hiccup of the night. But when you talk about 61 snaps, again, they weren't all perfect. Um, but there were some that were really impressive. I mean, they were really tired on that last scoring drive that ended up being the Jacques Patrick touchdown mm-hmm. there in the fourth quarter. But yet, and it showed like he was losing some technique and falling forward, and you could sense that he was starting to get tired out there. But then when they needed it in short yardage, they ran right behind him, and he moved his dude like yeah. three, four yards into the end zone, and Patrick went right on his back. And there was another play uh, on the drive before that in the goal line area. Uh, I think it was first and 10 from the 10. And Volson on, you know, comes across, he gets a piece of the first guy, he climbs to the second level and takes out the linebacker, 43, with, I believe it was Travion Williams running right behind him on his back. He got him just in time and took him totally out of the play. And Williams ran right behind him and got down for a five-yard gain. I mean, there were in the running game, there were some plays like that where he was really noticeable. And outside of the one, you know, he, he got beat a couple of times, but it ended up not being a, an issue. Um, one, I think, did end up in a hit on the quarterback. But, you know, outside of not recognizing that one slot blitz, he, he held up as a protector in pass, in pass pro. So all of that compared to what we saw last week from Jackson Carmen, I think you said it, Jay. I mean, it, it feels like this was somebody earning the gig tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. I knew you were focusing on him, so I wasn't watching him as closely. But I do the the one where the two guards both pulled. I, I I'm almost positive that was Volson's fault because if you look, the tight end is on the the left side. That 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 was probably going to go left, and it would make sense that the right guard would go out and try to lead the way. Plus, you just look at the way some of the the other linemen were blocking. It looked like the play was supposed to go to the left. So that one was on Volson. The, on the pass off, I'm not sure. Or on the the blitz record. I don't know if it was he was just slow to get there or if he didn't recognize it because he did pass his guy off the defensive tackle to the inside and maybe that maybe that DB just got on him too quick and got past him but it, it did it kind of looked like he, he didn't recognize it but when you see that shot from behind you can't really see the eyes I don't know if it was a technique thing or if he just didn't recognize it but there was you'll live with that I mean if that's if that's your beef for a rookie offensive lineman going against a for the most part, the the giant starters in the first half, um, like a, yeah, you'll live with that, and certainly feels like he did enough to maybe maybe not play next week. 
Yeah. Maybe we see Jackson Carbon against the Rams and it's Cordell Olson and the rest of the starters not playing. I mean, and, and again, you know, it everyone is going to get good reps next week because of the fact that you've got the Rams joint practices going on mm-hmm. for those two days that those are going to be good reps. You're going to see 99 on the other side and a <laughs> chance to block that dude and, and, and really see how you do there even. I mean, he had reps against Thibodeau tonight uh, before he went out hurt on the Thad Moss block and and held up and and had and held a nice pocket and there were really a lot of nice pockets brandon allen was wild uh, early in the first half mm. and and not very accurate but you know the pockets seemed to be nice uh and that wasn't really a, a big part of the problem I, so we can again it's hard with offensive line play you don't know 100 percent what assignments are being said where the communication was off and this or that i mean that so much of that is playing next to people but i thought throw akima denigy in there too now we took shots at him last week because he played poorly at left tackle i'll be damned he played a really solid left tackle tonight and i don't know if that was the week of practice giving him some time to kind of really get recentered as they focused him on that job but i thought those three guys that played Hill, Volson, and Denigy gave you a little bit more faith tonight in what they can be if called upon or when called upon uh, this season. And I throw put a Denigy in there. A nice night for him. Yeah, good bounce back. Um, not a good night for Deontay Smith, but I mean he, he's a guy that they keep. He's been pushed guard, tackle, back and forth, back and forth. He's back at tackle now. Um, what do you have? Two holding penalties, I believe it was. Yeah, they had a bunch early. Yeah, or two on Deontay specifically. He may have even had a third, if I remember right. But not not a good showing there. But you're right. I, I thought Adenogy bounced back pretty nicely. And Trey Hill did not look good last year in the regular season. and But he does look like he's improved. And we saw some of that last week. Uh, another step forward tonight. So you do... As bad as it was, one rushing yard in the first half, and and Brandon Allen and and Jake Browning still kind of running for their lives quite a bit. There, there still is a, a little bit of upside that you see with, with with some of that depth developing on the offensive line. Uh, so so there's that part. Uh, the other storyline coming out of tonight is a similar storyline, but I thought really to the next level. Um as one from the opener. That was Dax Hill. I mean, granted, <laughs> he's a first-round draft pick, so you expect him to look like the best player out there on the Bengals because his pedigree suggests he should be. He looks great. <laughs> I mean, he the play he made uh, on the th- saving that first down on third down where he starts, actually with a play starts at, at the snap, he's inside the hash and they run the back out into the flat for really, I would say that feels like that is a first down 95% of the time. Dax Hill sniffs it out immediately, drives on it, accelerates, dives, and gets him down one yard before. And what happens? They end up getting the stop on fourth and one and a turnover on downs. He ends up, he gets an interception where he has, again, you chose athleticism, dive and catch it. He had a great play on an RPO uh, that looked like it could have gone a long way. And he, he comes forward on it. He sees it. And before 
uh, the receiver coming over the middle can even turn what it was a lot of space into something huge. He goes down quickly where it almost didn't feel like even a, a big gainer. Mm-hmm. He just his speed. Dude, that was what coaches and players kept saying in the lead up to that first game. Is his his speed really shows up out there on the practice field? Man, it showed up tonight. He clear. He looked like he was just playing at a different speed than everybody else out there in that in that secondary. And God, you feel great about what he can be for you already because he looks the part in a huge way. Yeah, I mean, so many of these rookies that come in that the, the the physical speed is a little bit offset by the processing speed, and he, that has not been the case. He sees and reacts quickly. It feels like he's got a really good grasp of everything already, where he can let the the physical speed take over. He had another one where where he blitzed and he didn't get home, but he got enough of a pressure to uh, to affect the throw. There's just so many different things they can do with him, which was the whole point of of why they loved him when they targeted him in the draft is because he is so position versatile, but it's, it's not just the position versatility. It's his ability to, to play the run, to blitz, to cover um, even the one pass where I mean, he was guarding a tight end and recovering a tight end and just dropped him immediately after the reception, no yak whatsoever. I mean, Clay Johnson had 20 tackles, but I bet when the uh, when the grades come out tomorrow, PFF, you're going to see Zach or Dax Hill at the top. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, mm-hmm. he 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 was he was phenomenal. Um, so I think he he's the other storyline. You know, I don't I don't I know they want to give him reps and they want to keep seeing him. I don't know how much more Dax Hill I need to see. No. In in the game against the Rams next week, especially again, keep mentioning with the with the joint practice, it feels like everybody's going to get a chance to kind of get seen and take whatever steps they want to. But for that man, you feel really good about that. And I don't know, I'm not going to like start jumping up and saying, well, maybe they should trade Jesse Bates or anything like that. I don't I don't think we need to be going there just yet. I think the idea of the, all three of them playing together is great, but. Somebody was offering something good. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was I, you poke around this time of year, and I've kind of been thinking. People really just trying to figure out, and we do this a lot across our site, and that's you know su- surpluses and 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 needs, right? And who's got surpluses of what, and who has needs? You, know, you look at the Bengals and. You know, I think they have a surplus of safeties, assuming when Jesse Bates comes back. And we've talked about that. And they have needs at corner with whatever the hell's going on with Cam Taylor Britt and tight end and, and, and all of these things. And, and the surplus at safety, <laughs> they could have a very tradable piece, you know? <laughs> and the Eagles have this top people talking about how good their second string offensive line has been. There was a name that stood out to me on the Eagles because they they have safety needs. They've t- they were in the mix early on of it. Maybe the Eagles could trade. The Eagles people in Philly were saying the Eagles need Jesse Bates, right? Landon Dickerson was a second round draft pick last year. Play left guard for them. Played at a very nice level. Improved his year. Went on high, high, high end like character leader guy. I know specifically that the Bengals staff and scouts really liked him in the draft last year. He had injury issues people were worried about at the time, but he played a full year last year and didn't seem to have any issues with it. 
I'm just throwing total random late night speculation <laughs> yes, against the wall. <laughs> this is totally like this is not something that anybody told me. I'm just trying to put things together here. I'm doing late night. It's like it's 11 o'clock on a Sunday night, Jay. We've been working hard in camp. I'm I'm allowed to do a little late night crazy speculation, okay? <laughs> Jesse Bates for Landon Dickerson, fire it up. Who Dude, says no? Crazy. Who says no? Well, I say no. I I, I mean, I, <laughs> I just I we, obviously we cover the Bengals, so we don't know the inner workings of these other front offices. But I just it just you, you're gonna how many teams out there are saying yeah maybe they need a safety, but is a safety a big enough difference maker as good as one as Jesse Bates is to to pay 13 million this year with no guarantee you're gonna have him beyond this year? It just now, yeah, I guess for for a guy like Landon Dickerson, I would assume there would be a pick involved there as well. Um, but I don't know. I just I don't know that, that there's a team out there that really you're not mortgaging the future, but to to make that trade, not knowing you're going to have Jesse Bates beyond this year, it just it seems unless there was a, a glaring need where a, a very very good safety went down with an injury and you're all of a sudden you're stuck. Um, but I do think you were right to invoke. Jesse Bates name when you're talking about Dax Hill playing because there is this assumption that he's going to sign he's going to show up but if he's not in the building by four o'clock next Friday and he wouldn't play anyhow but you you're, you're his his future is still up in the air his report date is still up in the air it's you don't know for fact that he's going to show up can you afford to risk Dax Hill to injury in that game against the Rams I don't know that you can. Yeah, I don't know you can either. All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. I'm going to come up with some more things to crazy speculate on because it's late and I got thoughts. <laughs> okay, uh, let's keep right. going. Let's keep let's keep going down through this. Uh, can, can we talk about Clay Johnson for a second? And. I mean, now it's actually an interesting conversation here because we do have the back, whatever's happening at the back of this linebacker room, uh, which there's a bunch of different names and a bunch of different guys that kind of played. I mean, last year you had a, it was the room that got injured all year. It was the they you know Logan Wilson was out, Pratt missed the game because COVID. Marcus Bailey was in and out. Uh, you know they ADG he ended up being out. Uh, obviously lost right as he was coming on mid season. I mean, you had Joe Batchy comes in. He had the ACL, you know, and Clay Johnston had uh, what the one snap on the two point conversion mm-hmm. where he takes down Derrick Henry in Tennessee, and that's kind of like the what you know of him at this point, right? Is that until tonight when he's kind of out here playing for a roster spot, saying, "What about me?" You know, I think mean, Joe Batchy, I'm thinking he will probably start the year on pup. Yeah. And so you're going to have that spot sitting there. I mean, I think you know the top four, but I think Clay Johnson said, hey, special teams, fifth linebacker. What about me? I mean, 20 tackles on the surface is impressive. I don't know that he missed one. He might have yeah. been a perfect 20 for 20 on those. And I did, you know, when I went back and looked to see the last 100-yard receiver, and I mentioned on the previous pod where Sport Radar only goes back to 2015. Well, I did look at total tackles back in the preseason, back to 2015, and the most by any player on any team in the preseason since 2015 is 13. And he had <laughs> 20 tonight. It's just, I mean, to, to number one, to have 20 tackles. Number two, to, these guys aren't used to playing this long um, at this point. And to to be 
doing that. He had 10 in the first half. He had 11. They took one away from him. Um, so he had 10 in the first half, 10 in the second half. He was absolutely gassed, and he was still out there, like you said, fighting for a roster spot. It was a, it was a pretty impressive performance. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I – what do they think about him in coverage? How much of his tackle, how many of his tackles? Now, it seemed like he, he was making aggressive tackles and, and mm-hmm. you know, driving on the line on a lot of them. But some of them, you know, a lot of these quick, these RPOs were thrown right into his zone. And, and so how, how much of that, are, you know, you don't know until you really go back and look and, and, and the coaches kind of get, get a better feel for it. But on the whole, I don't really care how they come because a lot of them weren't, especially that last one where he lays out the running back there late in that last drive <laughs> um, where it was, was not something soft. And so, um, yeah, I think he showed up for sure tonight and uh, a nice a nice night for him. Um, you know, playing time differentials, you know, we had some of the guys that played a lot because they were just, just kind of playing thin tonight all over the place. We, we mentioned some of those spots. The other was, you know, the defensive line, and you know, you still Joseph Osai still was kind of, was managed and didn't play that much. Cam Sample played a little bit, um, for sure, but not a, a ton. Uh, you again had Zach Carter and Gunter, uh, Jeff Gunter, uh, both um, in there. It, it was a quiet night for the pass rush, though. I mean, there really wasn't. They weren't as disruptive and noticeable, I think, as they were in game one. No, they weren't. And they even early on, it seemed like Lou was doing a lot more blitzing than he typically does. And um, I don't know if that was because the D-line wasn't getting there, if it was the uh, give Wink Martindale taste of his own medicine type of thing. But it was they they were they were bringing a lot of of guys and. Um, I thought I thought Jalen Davis played really well, uh, kind of in that Mike Hilton role in the slot and blitzing off the slot. Um, but yeah, the the D line didn't show up um, as much. It, it, the, Raymond Johnson, I thought, did. He was the one guy that seemed to have get a lot of pressure uh, consistently. But um, yeah, Zach Carter, Jeffrey Gunter, Jeff Gunter, not quite the performance they had last week, but. Um, Again, it's I don't they didn't play near as many snaps as they did last week. I don't think. It seemed that they were running them off more whereas they hardly ever came off the field last week. Uh elsewhere so you know some offensive players um Kwame Lassiter. This was kind of the game I think we thought we might see from him last week mm-hmm. when he didn't play a ton and have a ton of opportunities. Uh he had, he got open a lot. Um caught every target. I mean, he was he was really, you know, he had some nice run after the catch on a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, just a, a nice showing from him. And I think, you know, we speculated last week, are they trying to hide him? Because yeah. <laughs> uh, it was weird how they just didn't see a whole lot of him. We expected it to look like this because this is what he's looked like in, in camp. Yeah, you wonder, though, I mean, as good as he a game as he played to drop that two-point conversion to, for an undrafted rookie, I mean, that's just yeah. got to – you could tell how disgusted he was right after it happened and to sit on the plane on the flight home. You have to be wondering, uh, is, was that his Puka Williams moment? Uh, it was not. They're not going to cut him. Um, and, and I don't think it's going to ding him. He did enough other good things that I, I think 
he actually elevated his position in that game, even with that that drop. And the unfortunate thing is, again, they wanted Darren Simmons said it. He's not going to make the roster unless he wins the punt return job. He's nowhere close to winning right now because you just haven't seen him. You got a shank of a punt last week, a shank this week where you got no chance to return him. And then he returned a kickoff tonight that may not have been the best decision. It was shallow, but it was off to the right and he looked like he was just kind of timid in getting into the return and it it wasn't a great rep there but as a receiver we that's what he's looked like all of OTAs in camp just making plays all over the field and there I mean he ain't gonna be the kicker turner because Chris Evans is on this team and he's fine (laughs) I think there there was really no debate that he was gonna be the kick returner uh, on this team certainly with the expectation of Brandon Wilson starting the year on pup um you know or, or or maybe even just seeing an injury settlement release for him um but either way Chris Evans has really taken to that gig done well with it and tonight he has a 73 yard return and looks great and that's his job uh and and so that's not even up for debate so that that was the nice part of the night for him he continues to have some decent runs taken away by holding penalties <laughs> and so his yards continue to look like crap as he has five attempts for three yards but it was a little bit better than that um trent taylor uh you know yeah. it's it's weird because He's this guy that's this forgotten dude, but he has an incredible catch on fourth down that got reversed, uh, diving and getting his feet down on uh, Brandon Allen over the top throw. And, and you know, he shows enough as a receiver where you just, just like, you know, he can be that guy if something happened to Tyler Boyd mid-game, you know what I mm-hmm. mean, where he could come in and make some plays for you. He's not Tyler Boyd. He's, he's a got a very specific skill set of what he does um but you know the way he's played in camp and you know what he is for as a punt returner i just think they're very content and i get the impression they're very content at that receiver room with six that they have and includes trent taylor and the ability to stash these young undrafted guys they like lassiter prior um and just feel like that's just a nice group to have, and and I don't I don't get the sense that they are all that concerned um, about feeling like they need to go fill that room like we thought they maybe would. Um, I think they're they're content. Begin days like what Trent Taylor had tonight help that. Yeah, content's a, a great word. The other one's trust. It just they, he's not. There's nothing spectacular about Trent Taylor, but they they know. There, that what he's going to do in the punt return game and the receiving game. You want to talk trust? I mean, they they target him on a two point conversion in the AFC Championship game. That's they they know what they have in him. And, and Darren has said that I was I was surprised to see him return a couple punts tonight because Darren did say that that they know what they have in him. And I thought we would see Lasseter, but that that was that was not a great throw by Brandon Allen the fourth and one. Hell of a good job by Trent laying out to get it um and i do it if he wins the punt returner job then obviously he's dressed anyhow and you could stick him in there for tyler boyd if something were to happen in a game put him in the slot um i just i i don't think i had him on my original 53 but i i think right now it's looking more and more like he is going to be on it yep uh, so a lot more to digest. We're going to be back uh, on Tuesday uh, with our regular Tuesday time slot. 
um, to talk about the week, to talk about the Rams joint practices. Two big days, man. Like really, really big days um, for prep, for this team to really get ready, the starters to get ready for the season because they really haven't had that opportunity, and it's going to come against the Rams. We'll have you covered. Yeah. Uh, they're not open to the public, uh, so – Keep it locked to us here and uh, on Twitter, of course, and then uh, uh, on The Athletic because we'll, we'll have uh, full coverage of what we see in those practices uh, in the Super Bowl rematch joint practices. So uh, that's going on this week, and then they'll have the game on Saturday night, and off we re- off we go, Jay. Then the next Tuesday they'll have final cuts, and we're just straight on a beeline to, uh, to the opener on September 11th. It's almost here almost here i can i can smell it <laughs> we need it we do fewer games it. like tonight we need we need stuff to count yeah I'm, I'm with you on that uh all right uh thanks everybody uh for listening make sure you check us out uh in the athletic uh tomorrow uh and read our more more in-depth look at some of our takeaways and thoughts on everything that we saw tonight with Bengals and Giants. Again, Giants 25, Bengals 22, Bengals fall to 0-2 in the preseason. Fire everyone! Have a good one. 2-7 and seven under Zach in the preseason. It's terrible. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>